podcast. To the delight of this crowd, McClendon marches down the dugout steps with first base. McCutcheon's throw. The runner breaks to the plate. Here's the throw. Wow. He is out. The buck goes with it. That ball's in well to left center field. Back toward the track. You are listening to the North Shore 9 Podcast. Follow them on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Also, make sure to watch NS9 Live every Thursday on Twitch and help support by becoming a patron. Let's go, Bucks! Yo, yo, yo. Good morning. Welcome to Starbucks, home of the best Pirates content before 5 a.m. Pacific time. I'm your host, Anthony DiNardo. With me, as always, Jim Rosati. Jim, happy Wednesday. Happy another Pirates loss. I don't know what to tell you here, but good morning. Good morning. Yeah, I mean, luckily it was the West Coast and Will Crow took, you know, three hours to get through four innings. So I didn't have <laughs> to witness the end of that loss. When I went to bed, it was two to two. So let's just, you know, in my mind, it was two to two. That works for me. I went to bed as well. I was actually shocked. I mean, I think both of us usually stay up pretty late. So mm-hmm. I was not feeling well last night. Started to get a headache. I was just tired. And I was like, I'm not fighting this. Let me just go to bed. I can trust Jim will be up anyways to finish the game. And then I find out you went to bed too. <laughs> so, Yeah, I don't know what it was. Like, I mean, Will Crow, he went through well those first two innings, right? He got, He went scoreless first two innings. But he threw like... 145 pitches <laughs> and it just took forever and then yeah i mean typically i'm up until i mean one o'clock is usually not an issue for me right but yeah that that fifth inning the top of the fifth inning ended it was two to two cody Ponce was about to come in and i was just like i have a feeling i know where this is going <laughs> <laughs> right <laughs> so i'm gonna go to bed yeah, like last night was quite different than the night before. I felt like the night before, which was Brault start, I mean, it was going pretty quick. It was a quick-paced game. All these outs, no one was getting on base. Mm-hmm. And then last night, like you mentioned, Will Crow was starting. So it was like such a typical Will Crow start as well. I mean, I just can't it's, get over this dude. Yeah. It's like his stat line is always like four to five innings, two earned run. He didn't give up homers, though. I was shocked. And I even tweeted the very first inning, right after the first hit, when Trey Turner took that left uh, left field. I just thought, I mean, this is, first off, it's the Dodgers lineup. I know Mookie Betts isn't starting, right? He's not there right now. He's on the IL. But still, it's the Dodgers lineup. It's Will Crow. I wanted to set the over and under at two and a half home runs. Like, like dead serious. Because that's, that's Will Crow's MO. He's going to give up two to three earned runs off of two to three home runs. Uh, didn't happen <laughs> quite that way but yeah two earned runs and i think what five five innings uh four innings so still just four he just (laughs) went to four very typical will crow well i mean the first inning he uh you know he he gave up a leadoff double to turner then walked seager Mm -hmm. and then i was like oh boy here we go but seager Um, also roped one i think it went foul like just foul yeah, yeah. So, so it was first and second, nobody out. Then you got Will Smith, Bellinger, Pollock coming up, and I'm like, all right, this is gonna be bad. But then he like he he gets Will Smith to fly out. Um, 
Bellinger struck out Pollock. I mean, I mean, he, he, he was dancing around base runners those first couple innings. Um, then finally it did get to him in the third uh, mm-hmm. when he gave up, when he gave up two runs, but, uh, he was, uh, yeah, again, typical, typical Will Crow start, you know, four innings, two runs. I mean, it's not, it's not like awful, but it's right. not really good it's... at any way whatsoever. Um, I mean, he couldn't even get to the fifth. But, and again, that's why I just like, I am over the Will Crow thing. All the stuff he talked about, though, was all the stuff and reasons why I was very intrigued by him. I mean, even last night, we look. I mean, it was Jekyll and Hyde throughout a lot of it. I mean, there's times that he gets up there and he just looks so good. The pitches he throws, you know, I mean, he's striking guys out. He looks good. And then he gives up these meatballs and there's a home run here, home run there, and he looks awful. And I feel like that's every start. Like, there's just moments where he just he comes out and just looks like a real dude. And then he comes out just like, no, let's get out of here. But then you look at the overall stats and, and you're right, like, Four, like in theory, right? Two earned runs and four earned or four innings pitched isn't like terrible, but the problem is it's always four innings pitched. It's always yeah. four innings pitched with him. Eighty-five mm-hmm. pitches, four innings pitched, and he's out. So, yeah, like I'm not looking for Will Crow to be in the starter. I'm I'm done with him at my intrigueness. But you're right, like it just. There's times he looks like a very, very capable pitcher and a very, very bad pitcher all in the same outing. Yeah, I mean, he had that stretch in May where, I mean, he had four straight games where he went at least five innings um, back in May. But really, since then, I feel like it's just like consistently <laughs> four. We're, we're talking about five innings. Like that was, <laughs> you know what no, I mean? No, no. Yeah. And I mean, and then. Yeah, I don't know. I I am I'm 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 definitely no longer hopeful that Will Crow is a starting pitcher. Like mm-hmm. I, he's 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 not. I think yeah, I, I think he definitely has the stuff where he could be a relief pitcher. Uh like I I, I definitely I even think he could be like a Chris Stratton type guy where you know maybe you put him in to, to pitch one or two innings, right? Um, maybe not as good as Stratton. An Underwood type of guy. Yeah. So I mean he's he's one of those types of guys, but definitely not a starting pitcher on any team that should have any semblance of you know competing. <laughs> True. Well then let's talk about the opposite, potentially. Let's talk about Steven Ralt, who's come off the IL. Damn. Who's pitched three games so far for the Pirates, and I mean the results are definitely there. I know it's only fourteen point two innings, but of course he's going to get stretched out, right? Um, One point eight four ERA. He, I mean, he shut down the Dodgers. I mean, that's let's talk about that. Like, also, I mean, to a degree, like last night, Will Crow, mm-hmm. even though we're poo pooing on, but still the Dodgers. Like, I guess the four and two. It, it was against the Dodgers. That's still kind of impressive. But yeah, Stephen Brault shuts down the Pirates. He went, I think, five and a third, right? Uh, five and two thirds. Only two three thirds. hits, one walk, uh, four strikeouts. Yeah, he looked great. Um, again, against the Dodgers lineup. So it's not like he's doing this against the Cubs or anything, like the current Cubs constructed lineup. Um, Talk about a terrible team right now. <laughs> hey, they won but, last uh, night. They did, amazingly. Um, Thanks to 
Hendrix, really. It wasn't didn't really have anything to do with anything else. <laughs> but um take it. But yeah, so so five out of two thirds, zero runs. I don't think you could be more thrilled with the way that Steven Brawl has pitched in his three games back. Uh, he's exactly what this rotation's needed, especially with Tyler. Like he basically just is sliding into that Tyler Anderson role, I think, where he's at least somebody who can give you some stability mm-hmm. and not and not, uh, you know, you're not worrying about him coming out of the game in the second inning and then having to use, you know, four four relief pitchers every night. Um, like I said, that first game he came out after four, but that was because it was his first game. He's definitely getting worked up a little bit. All right. Kind of, I, but yeah, I, I'd like to see him continue to get worked up. Like there's, I don't, I don't think there's any reason why you need to necessarily be all that careful with him. Um, you know, it's, he's still not really a part of our future plans really, but he, he he's definitely a refreshing um addition to this to this rotation this guy give him some run support now he's lost all three games but <laughs> yeah well he's he's pitched he's pitched great it's that's the pits for pirates right now uh, i'm with you he's he's impressed me for sure you know i think uh i i wanted to hold everyone's expectations back a little bit him coming up i was like he was put in the best situations last year albeit because and this isn't his fault you know i mean he is being stretched out so like the one thing you said about is he's provided everything that this rotation is needed to a degree i guess the other thing he hasn't truly provided is the innings but again that's not his fault that's that's him getting wrapped up probably going forward he will be providing that and now he'll have everything that this rotation has been needing um but he has pitched great so far you know um i'm I guess I'm intrigued to find out what he's going to do the rest of this year, you know, because you are correct. He's not going to be the future. Um, I think at this point in time, he's just another guy that's going to be a potential trade chip, you know, just is what it is. So I guess Mm -hmm. how he finishes this year might help decide and see that. Like, I don't know if he gets traded in the off season or next deadline. I probably would assume next deadline just because this team needs arms to a degree. But, um, but yeah, like I'm semi intrigued about Steven Brawl because he is pitching pretty well right now see how he finishes but yeah i mean shutting down the dodgers i mean just three hits one walk four strikeouts 184 era on the year so far pretty pretty solid uh hasn't hit a home run though yet so that i'm kind of disappointed he punted the other day too i was really pissed off about that (laughs) i really was i was like i get you're the pitcher i get the situation but just swing away please just swing away Yeah, what's his? Uh, we we need to check out his stat cast, his ex- average exit <laughs> velocity right now. See where we're at with that with that over and right. Um, but but yeah, I mean, I I think Brawl's been impressive really the last two years. He's he's really I think stepped it up as a as a major league pitcher. I think he's pretty much learned. I think he's learned who he is and and how to get major league hitters out. Um. You know he he knows what he does well and he executes those pitches. Like I'm, like I said, I'm not by any by no means is he like an ace or anything. But we're now going on. You know if you include last year, we're now going on. You know 13 starts now, where the dude's got a sub three earned run average. I mean, that's pretty pretty impressive. It is. It's it's impressive. It is. I get it. And again, like he hasn't put in better situations, 
but he has like he has succeeded in that role, you know, in that situation as well. So I mean, you got to give him credit for that, I guess. Um, I guess I just don't trust how. I don't know, man. I, I don't know. I still have some reservations on him, and it's it's fine. It's okay. But and and I get that. Like, there's he 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 doesn't have the typical stuff that you would look for in like mm-hmm. a good starting pitcher, right? Um, but there's more than one way to get major league hitters out. And like I said, I, I I actually really think that he's kind of figured out his strength and how to do it. That I can agree with. But I, I guess I'll put it this way. You can still, like, he's not going to have a sub three year rank. Like, this isn't what he is. I, I, he's done. Okay, I agree with you. I agree with you. Um, I And I think that, I'm not even, like, saying that. But I think he, he can be a capable pitcher. Um, maybe I was still a little less on him. Maybe I was still worried that, like, he, he still can't really even be a capable pitcher. You know, maybe he's close see i don't know that's i'm i feel like i'm being even harsher on him i don't know let's let's keep going let's keep watching him i'm not the biggest steven brault fan but he's doing everything he needs to do right now how's that sound there you go that sounds good okay well i'll i'll accept that for now <laughs> perfect <laughs> i was gonna say he's closer to will crow than i was thinking on the pitch like you know what he's still not even that like will crow is not steven brault i don't know okay um, anyways, yeah, Stephen Brault looked good. Um, you know, you know who else has looked really, really good? I just want to bring him up because I brought him up this weekend, just you know, throwing out numbers and stats out there. And I feel like we don't talk about him too much. And now, of course, that Rich Rod's gone. You know, there's a closure in committee, but of course, you need a win to have saves. But David Bednar has been one of the more productive like relief pitchers in baseball. And I feel even like in Pittsburgh. Right, he comes out to renegade. I feel even in Pittsburgh, he's doing that quite quietly. Um, so let's give, I think, David Bred, Brednar. I, I could eat some bread right now. David Bednar <laughs> some some love right now. He's he's doing really, really, really well. You know, there was a lot of hype around him, a lot of love. I think in spring training, really all that 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 one curveball he threw, like that's what I think started all. He threw this one curveball that just looked incredible and everyone including myself was like okay who's david bednar and i want to see more of him and then since mm-hmm. then he's really been consistent too i think he might have had like one little stretch in the beginning of the year where he gave up some runs you know thinking uh okay maybe he's just a guy but like he's consistently gone out there done his job he did it last night as well um he's looked good he looks good now i'm glad you brought him up um he he looks really good. Uh, he, I mean, he's, his ERA is now down to a two point six one. We're not talking about a guy who is like being used in, on a limited basis too. Like he's he's now being used quite often. Um, he's at let's see, forty eight innings pitched yep. on the season. Fifty games, uh, forty eight point one innings. Yeah. Um. You know, he's averaging over a strikeout an inning. The walk rate has been excellent. I mean, the guy. The guy throws strikes. He's only walked one batter this month. He struck out 10 to kind of give you an idea, just kind of where he's at there. No, I, 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 I agree. I, you can't be more happy about this guy. He gave up one run in the entire month of July. All right. So I think that's kind of like where he like really turned it on. 
he had a 0.82 earned run average in July. Um, his ERA on the year dropped from 3.48 down to 2.85. So really, really good month for him. Uh, he went, geez, let's see, 10 straight appearances without giving up a run. And, and yeah, he's just, he's good. I mean, there's, there's really no way to put it. Like he is, he is a good reliever. Um, the pirates got a good one with David Bednar. I was a little skeptical, you know, when they got him because you know, the, his previous numbers when he was given some chances weren't that great. Um, but man, I don't know how you could be more happy with this guy. Like this is, this is a future closer. I think mm. like this is your next, this is your next closer. And he's under team control for another, you know, five years after this. So uh, they found a good one in this one. This is a, this is a good, this is a good, this is a good guy they got for, uh, for Musgrove. I agree. You know, there's a lot of things that I liked. I, I guess the one downfall, um, the team sucks like it's not his fault like right. I, I wanted yeah. to see him especially after the trade you know like you were expecting mm -hmm. he to come in and hopefully step in it like that rich rod role and maybe take over higher leverage situations right some save duties but the team hasn't been in the situation to allow him to do that so he's still like he was more or less like the seventh inning guy you know for a little bit sixth inning guy whatever you know wasn't too high up there on the pecking order uh but he succeeded he was given some some I guess le higher leverage roles throughout the season, uh, you know, as a reward or such. And then again, like Rich Rod gone, I just felt like okay, here's the time. Like let's see what we got in Bednar. Let's put him in there. But he hasn't had that opportunity because the Pirates don't win. So I guess that's the one downfall. Like I, I would love to see him like in these pressure moments and how he handles. Because like you said, everything on here looks like closer. Um, Let's see how he does in that role. I don't know yet. <laughs> Unfortunately, we might end this year and still go into next year thinking, like, I hope David Bednar's a closer, but I have no idea because the Pirates won four games since the trade deadline, and we, we couldn't find out. So, But, yeah, like I, I really, yeah. really do like what I see from Bednar. I mean, the one thing that's – the reason why there was some of this love early on was because in spring training we saw the stuff – we saw this stuff, and this stuff looks sick. Uh, and it's mm -hmm. translated quite well so far. This isn't like, you know, Kevin Newman had 750 in spring training, and he turned into the pumpkin. You know, like, he has actually done really, really well. Um, and like you said, like, he's really turned on late as well. Um, David Benor is, I'm with you, man. Like, this is a guy who you can look down and say, you're part of this future. One of the few on this club. Yeah, absolutely. Um to your One. point, the Pirates haven't even the Pirates haven't even had a save opportunity since they traded Richard Rodriguez. <laughs> they haven't even had the the opportunity to designate somebody their closer or give them a save <laughs> chance. Right. Um, that's that's what's kind of crazy. Um, yeah, Pirates' last save was on July twenty third, and that was that was Richard Rodriguez. Um, yeah, fantastic. <laughs> yeah. Also, right. holding batters to a one ninety five batting average, like that's the thing insane. Like just, he's Mm -hmm. guy's good this guy's good and like home run rates down like he doesn't give up you know a ton of home he's given up five on the year so that's fine um and i said the the walks is what i really like anytime you that's the one thing with relief pitchers i feel like every time anytime you put a relief pitcher in you're looking at somebody who's like a five or six you know walks per nine 
rate. And it's like, can we get somebody with some control? And, uh, and, and his is below three per nine innings. So yeah, a, a lot to like about him. The stuff's good and it, it clearly plays. <laughs> I mean, people, as, as you mentioned with the, with the batting average, but it, it, hitters, hitters obviously aren't hitting it very well. Right. Yeah. So, so I guess some of the highlights so far is Brault pitching. And then again, Bednar has been, he's been really, really good. I, it's, it's funny. Like I want to see Bednar in these situations. Right. But now, um, maybe kind of talk a little about this. So now because the pirates haven't had a save opportunity, like you said, because they're terrible and they keep losing. <clears throat> I, I think we figured like this possibility was gone. Like I really haven't thought about it truly. But the Diamondbacks were winning. The Diamondbacks won again last night. The Pirates haven't been winning. There's this gap that's closing in, Jim, on this number one overall pick. And, and again, like I, I just felt like out of mind, out of sight, the Diamondbacks have it locked up. Pirates will be in top three. Cool, cool, cool. But at this rate, the rate the Pirates are playing, <laughs> I don't know, man. Like, is the Pirates? Do the Pirates really have this possibility of the number one overall pick next year? And I'm not saying this is this is good, bad. I don't, I don't mm-hmm. think about however you think about that right now. But as things stand, the way the Pirates are playing, is the number one play, the number one pick truly in play? Do you feel right now? If you would ask me this question, I mean, I, I think we even talked about this like a week ago. I I was like, no, it's not possible. Um, but they have made up a lot of ground. Uh, like, like you mentioned, the Diamondbacks. <laughs> I mean, the Diamondbacks have won five of their last 10, right? So yeah. if, if the Diamondbacks are winning five of 10 and the Pirates are losing one of nine ten. of 10 <laughs> and they're winning one of 10, yeah. you know, that's that means they just gained four games over this course of a, of a 10 game stretch. They're, the Pirates are now three games out of the first overall pick. So uh, this recent slide that the pirates have been on ever since really they traded away everybody they have essentially been i mean since the trade deadline the pirates are god let's 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 look let's actually look it up here since the trade deadline the pirates have won two games ah, three games if you count the the first okay so saturday against the phillies so mm. they've won three they've lost two four five six A seven lot. eight nine ten eleven twelve thirteen fourteen fifteen <laughs> so they've lost they, they've lost three they've won three they've lost 15. so we're looking at a 167 winning percentage over the course of 162 games that's 27 and 145 <laughs> um 135 so yeah they're bad uh i think the team to worry about now isn't even the diamondbacks anymore i think it's the orioles mm. um you know the, the orioles have lost basically every game <laughs> uh over the they've are they're on a 13 game losing streak the baltimore orioles are uh so i think if anybody you know that's the team to kind of look at they're they're really really bad uh they did finally again tech they passed up texas so they're they're sitting if the season were to end today it'd be third overall pick yeah i think first overall is definitely in 
is definitely in play, especially if they keep up this 167 winning percentage, which honestly, I think they might. Like they, it's hard. Like everything, when the Pirates win a game, almost everything has to go perfect for them to win a game. Right. And, and that's just hard to do at this point. It's the, um, un, it's the unfortunate thing, but you yeah. are right. And we're like, we're seeing it firsthand. You know, this isn't just us mm-hmm. trying to totally be facetious and whatnot. I mean, you are seeing it. This is a very bad team. Part of the reason why you picked your, I think what 54 win this year was because you said after the trade deadline, it's going to get bad. And I said, well, yeah, I get that. That's why I'm picking mine as well. I expect them to be worse. <laughs> But I, I even I, I mean I just was not expecting this 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 bad, and all right Jim you're right it's it's that bad it's pathetic right now, and like I, I wanted to bring this up because it's not as if I think this is something that should be celebrated right that the Pirates could potentially get the number one overall pick right now but as things stand and as it is right now and of course with the I guess help if you want to say it right because the Diamondbacks have been winning I mean they. It's their number one pick to lose. And if you look last night, they actually made a transaction. They added an Elijah Green to their minor league. So they must figure it's not going to happen. So let's just bring in Elijah Green to our system. So that way we can celebrate that. Um, it, it, it's, it, it is what it is. This team's bad. And I think they, like, right, there is a really good chance right now, which I did not think a week ago, like you mentioned, that this team can have the number one overall pick once again because of all the reasons you said i mean this offense is pretty pathetic right now i mean we're seeing it like and as well as we've so we talked about park and how well we like park park's got his struggles going on like Castro has all his struggles going on you know we're we're playing like rule five dfa guys you know that that tandem again it's like if it's not reynolds and hayes who hayes is now starting to kind of quietly catch fire again that's it. Like that's all this lineup is is those two guys. And if it's not them, which it was last night, right? Driving in the runs, then there's no offense. And we are like, the pitching already has been pretty mm. bad and it's getting much worse. This is a this is a real struggle, man. Yeah, and and again, going back to like the everything needs to be perfect to win. Um I mean, look at the game from Tuesday against. I mean, that that Dodgers game on Tuesday. Mm. You had a you had a great start from Brault, right? So, but but you need you need more than that. Like you needed e- to tag if, up on third base. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. So you needed to do all these things, and they just they're not doing it right now. Um, they're just not. I mean, they're they're a really really bad team. Um, and I think you're, you know, you're starting to see the bullpen deteriorate a little bit. Um, I mean, we've, we've been seeing that for, you know, a month now, Yeah, but, but it's still, just, I mean, the like bullpen. Even Stratton, even Stratton as, as well as we praise Stratton, yeah. <clears throat> could he be the best pitcher on this team to get traded the deadline because of how well he was doing? Like he's, he's falling apart even as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, really at this point, like the, the, <laughs> You you said it, Hayes and Reynolds, like almost the only reasons to even tune in and watch this team right now. Uh, there, you know, there's a couple guys where it's like, okay, let's see what Hoy Park has. Let's watch Rodolfo Castro. But when it comes to like major league caliber players that 
you know, you actually want to watch, mm-hmm. it's Hayes and Reynolds. Mm-hmm. And like that's and that's it. And Ben Gamble's having a good year, but like Ben Gamble's not gonna like make anybody turn TVs on. He's um, having a good year for Ben Gamble. Like that's like, he was yeah. a guy who was yeah. just released, right? right? Anyone could have him. Yeah. The Pirates took him up. So like for that type of a player, yes, he is having a good yeah. year. But yeah, he's doing fine. Mm-hmm. Um, but but yeah, I mean Hayes and Reynolds is is really the only reason to watch games at this point. Um and and like you mentioned, Hayes is kind of turning it around a little bit. I'd like to see him kind of go on a surge here to end the year. His defense is awesome too. Like I don't know, yeah. I know we talk about it a lot, but it's like it seems like every night he makes a play and it's just like wow. Like most third basemen can't do that. Um he had another one, he had another one last night and you know that's that's fun to see. Yeah, outside of those two, it's just not it's not good. You're you know what you're so right about that with Hayes. Uh, I don't think we talk about that enough either, and I think it just is because of what it is, and that's what everyone talks about with Hayes. Like, he's just so smooth. He makes everything look so good and easy, so therefore it doesn't look as it's spectacular. Like like when. Mm-hmm. Brian Reynolds is diving in center field, right, to make this play. Everyone gives him props. Like, oh, my God, this was so good. But the issue is Mm -hmm. Reynolds had to dive. Like, theoretically, what Hayes is doing is he's just walking up to it and just catching it. And you think, oh, it's just a routine play. (laughs) But, you know, where where Reynolds would have to dive for that play, Hayes is doing the same type of things, but he's just just catching it, just all nonchalant. And you're like, oh, okay, Reynolds. I mean, oh, Hayes made a, a play at third base. No big deal. But he's literally a vacuum cleaner. And right, the plays he makes is just it's wild. Even last night, like the one he was I think he thought mm-hmm. Gamble had it, right? Like they they said on the broadcast even too. Like he looked and like Gamble didn't have it. And he's like, All right, I got this. And he just ran out like into the right field, like <laughs> almost right in the fence there, right? And just caught the ball. Mm-hmm. Just stalled nonchalantly. It's like, oh, okay. Yeah. I mean he's uh, he can't say enough about his defense and I mean, he's already there where, you know, if he would have played this whole season, he, he would 100% be in the conversation for gold glove, like no doubt in my mind. Um, so I, that'll be something fun going forward is, you know, it, it'll be fun to have somebody who's just c- consistently in that gold glove conversation. Um, but yeah, he's gosh, he's like you mentioned, so smooth. Like he makes plays look easy that, you know, if you weren't looking closely or paying attention, you know, you may not appreciate it, uh, but he's, he does some amazing things over there. Yeah. Uh, I mean, let's put it this way. He has limited innings, right? Because he hasn't played mm-hmm. all year. He leads MLB in defensive run saves among third basemen. Yeah. I mean, that's incredible. So he's got 13 defensive run saved in just his limited amount of times. The next guy up is Ryan McMahon. Like even Matt Matt Chapman, who it was Chapman who made that ridiculous play the other night, right? Where like he mm-hmm. over like he looked like a wide receiver, <laughs> like diving for the end yeah. zone pass. Uh, you know, like Chapman, who's known for his defense, only seven defensive runs saved right now. Could Ryan Hayes has doubled that in literally like half the innings, a thousand twenty two compared to five twenty. So Hayes has been so, so good defensively this year. Yeah, imagine where that number would be like be at like for the yeah, full year. I mean, He'd be <laughs> he's sitting at like twenty something and, right now, right? Yeah, yeah. 
That that is incredible. I actually haven't looked at the defensive run saves in a while, but yeah, he's at he's at thirteen, which is far and away more than than any other third baseman. I think they were talking about it last night. Um, uh, Jacob Stallings leads the majors in yes. defensive run saves. Yeah. Which is which is interesting. That'll be something that I that I'm actually curious on. Like I know that like Yadier Molina always gets a lot of the love. Like, is Jacob Stallings gonna win a gold glove? We'll find out. We'll find out. Um I think I mean, he's I I feel like enough people now look at the metrics, uh-huh. right? And if you I mean, if you sort catchers by defensive run saved, it's not even close, right? Like, he's clearly the best one, um, at least in the National League. You can make an argument for, like, Sean Murphy, maybe, in the American League. But I don't know. Like, Omar Navarez is pretty good, too. Narvaez. Um yeah, I'm I'm curious. I'm curious to see how that's going to go because like Yadier Molina definitely doesn't deserve a Gold Glove this no. year. I I don't know, man. That's going to be interesting. Yeah. Like I I don't know. I guess the thing that I question is like nationally how much respect and love is Jacob Stallings getting for that? Like we know in Pittsburgh, right? There's been a lot of hype mm-hmm. about the defense, the top five catcher in baseball that sort of years ago, right? <laughs> Um, defensively, right. which is weird because this isn't what Jacob Stallings was known for, but he worked at something, he improved it, and the results are there. You know, his pitch mm-hmm. framing and everything. So defensively, he's been very, very, very good. And you are correct. He leads all of baseball in defensive run saves, especially, of course, if he leads in catchers. So it's like I wonder if nationally he's now also getting that respect to get those votes. I don't know. And also because it's yeah. the Pirates that do people really even care. But mm-hmm. he he's definitely deserving of it if he does. Yeah, um, it, it's it's interesting. I don't know. I'm I'm curious to see how that goes because I think like there's a lot of talk about Brian Reynolds and Gold Glove and all this, and it's like the metrics don't agree with that. <laughs> like I know we see him, you know, he he he's he's good out there, mm-hmm. um, but he's not a Gold Glove center fielder. Like I think you have to kind of remember who plays center field typically on most teams. And it's like the best, the best defender on the team. So there are a lot of good defensive center fielders out there. Um, but, but yeah, I, I think, I think Stallings has a legit shot. It's just, yeah. I wonder how, I wonder how that'll go. I could see, you know, I could see Real Muto getting it maybe there just because he's, he's the bigger the name and you know, he's, you know he's also good. Yes, I I don't know. I'm I'm I think that's actually going to be like a storyline at the end of the year to watch. Out of the, they're not going to be very many, but that'll be one. Yeah, it's it's going to be funny. I think so. The Pirates, right? They're the lineup that are going to have the worst record in baseball. They're going to be lined up for the second time, having the number one overall pick. You know, back to back years, and then they're going to have a guy in MVP conversations. Right, two gold glove finalists. Like yeah. you're gonna look down, like how are they getting like these awards and like recognition? And then there's the worst team in baseball. But like that's funny, right? It's that's the 2021 Pirates. You know, and think about before the trade deadline, like they had Adam Frazier. Like this, this is a team that had two guys start in the All Star game, right? And we're talking about people that were deserving of the gold glove, 
There's closure waiting in bed and all that stuff. And, and also, oh, but also, they're the worst team in baseball. It is kind of amazing. <laughs> yeah, because, <laughs> I mean, you got to think. I mean, uh, Reynolds, Reynolds is probably in the top. I don't know if he'll end up being top five for NL MVP, but he'll be top 10, right? Like he'll get, he'll, he'll be, he'll be on I the sheet. I do he'll think be getting top votes. five could be close. I think and top five could, could happen. I just don't think it's going to. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, he's going to, he's gonna, like when they release the list and it's going to say Fernando Tatis is the NL MVP. Um, here's who finished the oh, rest Jim, of the way. Stop. Like, he will be, he will be on that list. Like, stop getting those facts in the way. <laughs> um yeah and then lvp race is over in my opinion like it's not even it's not even a race anymore but but um yeah reynolds you're right like this team's gonna be really bad and they're gonna be like historically bad these last few weeks i have a, I have a feeling and you're gonna have reynolds who's just keeps chopping away he's gonna hit 310 315 and It'd be cool to see his on base percentage get a little closer to 400. Yeah. Uh, like nit, nitpicking here, but geez, like to have a three, four, five un- season. Unbelievable season. Yeah. The three, 300, 400, 500 season would be incredible. I don't know if he can get there at this point. He's got a right. lot of plate appearances, but uh, yeah. I mean, geez, I coming, coming off of last year, right? Cause we were all, I think we were like caught, we were optimistic that that wasn't. Brian Reynolds, mm-hmm. right? Just based off of his rookie year and like who he's been in the minor leagues. We were, I think we were like, that's, we don't think that's him, but like you're lying to yourself. If there wasn't a little bit of, you know, just caution in your head to be like, Oh man, what if Brian Reynolds like is bad, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, he's definitely proven this year that he is not bad. <laughs> well, let's, let's put it this way. Yeah. Both scenarios played out this year. So I guess let's just be thankful it went to the where it went, right? That Reynolds was good and it was Newman that wasn't mm-hmm. good. Because Reynolds' ceiling, as we can see, is really, really good. It's really, really high and he can be a very productive player. Like, I feel like if Reynolds yeah. was bad and it was Newman, we're talking about like, oh, Newman's good. We're looking at still Newman being like, uh, well, yeah, he's like a, you know, he's like a three war player. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, yeah, yeah, you know, he. Okay, that was a that was just a bad year for Kevin Newman. Look at him now; he's batting three hundred. He's getting on base at three fifty. He's now carrying a two and a half WAR. So I'm glad it was Reynolds that played out that way. Yeah, I'll agree with you there. Yeah, like if if Newman would have just like gone back to his 2019 self and and Reynolds would have just continued being his 2020 self. Yeah, yeah that would have been not as good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it, definitely. <laughs> cool. Um, yeah, I don't know if I have too much more to say about the major leagues right now. Yeah, I think that's, Although, I, I guess we, we covered throw, pretty much the, throw the in stuff, the fact that, stuff. so Kai Tom was reinstated in DFA. Um, so it was no go. We said it, it wasn't last Thursday, I think the Thursday before he's on alert. He's probably going to be gone and it happened. So, uh, we got Yoshi. Pirates got Yoshi at first base. He played last night. Just is what it is. It's, I guess just another dude, right? No go had no power, but he seemed to have like good, mm-hmm. decent contact skills. Just no power. This guy's he's got some raw yeah. power. I guess we'll see if it sticks. 
next guy up. Yeah, I I mean, I guess I was a little confused on this because I don't really have much faith in Yoshi Susugo being like anything good. Mm-hmm. Um, that's fair. I mean, the Dodgers yeah, didn't I mean, or the Rays. So. The, yeah, the, the Rays cut them loose. The Dodgers cut them loose. You know, what more do you want there? Um, but who knows? I mean, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Uh, Nogo definitely wasn't a long-term solution at first base by any means, or even as a bench bat. Like you mentioned, just really no power. And, and you just – you can't have somebody with no power – like get consistent playing time at first base in the major league baseball in 2021. It's just not, not feasible. And he wasn't good enough as a hitter, you know, to justify, you know, no power. Like if he was up there hitting 320, sure. But he mm-hmm. was hitting like 220. Right. Um, it was a fun stretch, right? His first oh, two weeks, his first like two weeks with the club was just, you know, ridiculous. Um, so that was, that was fun. He at least, he at least provided some entertaining an entertainment value throughout the course of the year, which, uh, which, Hey, we need, we need every bit of that we can get. But yeah. So Yoshi's next. I, I don't know how much playing time, honestly, he'll get just cause Moran's back healthy. So I guess we'll, we'll see. Yeah. I'm with you on that too. Like I, he's a guy, he's just a guy. See if it sticks. Yep. I don't have much faith in him. Um, but it's the worst team in baseball right now. So let's just see what happens. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So there's that. Okay. So I guess we can move on. We want to go. Yeah. Go start talking some prospects. Yeah. We can talk for a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Jim. So let's, let's talk about, I guess let's, Let's start where you want to start. I don't want to keep you waiting anymore. Go talk about your boy from Louisville. Yeah, Ooh. so uh, Henry Davis. Henry Davis. Um, he got the promotion to Greensboro last week. So he uh, it was like middle of the week. So we didn't have the full week there. But um, played two games at Greensboro last week. And he uh, he did all right. He, he, his first, he I think it was right. first at bat. His first at bat was, so a, modest, uh, Jim. was a triple. Um, and he got thrown out at home trying to stretch it into a, a walk-off, uh, trying to stretch it into an inside-the-park home run. So that's pretty exciting. Um, but, yeah, so far he's getting on base. He's In his five games that he's played, he's gotten on base every game. Um, he hit a home run last night. Uh, looks like it was opposite field home run last night. So that was his first homer in uh in high a ball i just I, I think he he's at least showing that he's you know he hasn't been overwhelmed by anything yet so that's that's nice uh, i i think high a is probably the right spot for him right now to finish off the year who because that's a i feel like that's probably a maybe a little bit of a step up from acc baseball but that way it kind of gets him you know, get some used to the, the everyday wood bats. Um, he can, he can play DH and catch. So he'll, he'll get, he'll get his at bats there. Yeah. So far, so good. Again, it's such a small sample size, but again, you want to see, you would rather see somebody doing well over exactly. a small sample size than someone not. 
Right. Yep. That's that. That's it. You know, like for what we've yeah. seen, this is what you'd want to see. I mean, actually, it's probably better than I would even want to see. So, I mean, he's mm-hmm. he's got six hits and only one single. Let's let's also like show that. I know the talents that he's yeah. started with was like you said, like it's probably worse than the ACC, right? That's why you want to yeah. see. Which also, let's kind of credit too. We, you were all on board about like a pretty aggressive promotion, and here he is. Mm-hmm. So. So kudos to the Pirates, I guess, in doing so. Um, and right, like so far, he's looking good there. Last night, a double and a and a home run. Oh no, I'm sorry, it's a single and a home run. Single and home yeah. run, yeah. But um, but yeah, so he's doing everything you want to see. So kudos to Henry Davis, the consensus number one overall pick. And as someone on Twitter pointed out, Jack Leiter has yet to hit home run. So Ooh. clearly a bust. <laughs> I, I yeah um the other thing too is how about just greensboro in general like this yeah. has to be one of the most this has to be the most loaded team in minor league baseball and like that's saying across the board you've got the 2019 first round pick quinn priester 2020 first round pick Nick gonzalez 2021 first overall pick henry davis all in the exact same spot like I feel like that's that's something that you don't typically see. Um, but yeah, I mean, those guys now they're all kind of lumped together, which is cool. I mean, you got to think that maybe next year they all are in Altoona, right? And, and you know, you could have Priester, Gonzalez, Davis, like all debuting together in the majors. Like those three are kind of lumped together now. Mm-hmm. They're they're kind of all on the same developmental path. Yeah, that's that's pretty sweet. I think um, it's something to look forward to because you know if they all do what we hope they can do, which obviously isn't isn't a guarantee, but I think all three of them, you know, they 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 haven't done anything to to make us think that they're they're not at least going to be major leaguers. Um, yeah, I and mean, they're, they're going to be a pretty big boost to the twenty twenty three Pirates, right? Uh, at some point that year, I would imagine is when they'll they'll all debut, uh, and yeah, that'll be fun. That's so, gonna be kind of fun. looking forward to twenty twenty three. Twenty twenty three should be fun, right? Um, yeah. So, kudos. Yeah, that that the miners are sick. Like it's just the talent that is there right now. And not, I'm not saying that the talent's gonna all translate to the majors, but for the talent, I mean, they are in the miners, and it's just it's 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 ridiculous how how good the minor leagues are right now. Um, anyways, so yeah, we'll move on. Let's let's talk to last year's number one overall pick, Nick Gonzalez, who you know has had his struggles, he's had injuries, but let's point out the struggles look to be well behind him right now because he is on fire. Something I want to point out the last month. There you go, Jim. I hope Bucko Mike's listening. The last month, Jack Wilson 2.0. The last month, Nick Gonzalez is batting 341. Getting on base 412, slugging 549 with a 157 way to run created plus. The guy is beasting now. Four home runs, one triple, five doubles. Beasting now. Is what the is the uh what's what's the strikeout rate that month? It's down 23%. Okay. See, so that's kind of what you want to see. The, you know, when it was hovering around 30, mm-hmm. you know, that that was a little bit of cause for concern. 
And I think a lot of that, maybe hope, hopefully a lot of that's just had to do with him missing so much time and just, you know, never really getting his timing back. But yeah, I mean, looking at his last month, he he's he's been a multi-hit machine. I feel like he's getting like two hits a night. Um, the, he looks like the guy that we were hoping he was going to be. Um, like I said, it maybe took him a little bit while because of the injuries, but he is now... He's now driving the ball. He's he's hitting the ball. He's not striking out as much. I actually would like to see him get like two weeks worth of double A ball before the end of the year. I don't know if that's just I don't know if that's being too aggressive or what you know what Sherrington wants to do, but I would like to see him in Altoona before the end of the year. And we're kind of really approaching that now. We're like two to three weeks away. Yeah. So I I would love to see it. I don't know if it's gonna happen. Um, the reason oh, why I want right, to see it too is too. sorry, I just no, so, say so that close. like it just yeah. hit me. I know this season's almost done. <laughs> the I mean, the only thing I can think of is maybe they keep him down there because like Greensboro's going to be in the you know the the playoffs. I think like I don't know how the playoffs work in the, this year for the minors, but I think Greensboro's in the playoffs. They're twenty five games over five hundred. Like they're a good team. Um, so maybe do you do you just let him? help lead that team in the playoffs i i would rather i would rather the go the the, the uh, developmental side and go to altoona but I, I guess i understand that if they do it i think what you know looking at kind of like his peers in the draft like you look at like the other college bats that that have been been uh from that draft and you know we just saw spencer torkelson just got promoted to triple a uh, I think Justin Foscue's in double A now. I could be wrong, but like those other college bats, I think they're mostly in double A. And so you would like to see him be there. Austin Martin is in double A. Um, yeah, Foscue's in double A. So I think just from like keeping up with his peers, I'd like to see him get some double A at bats. Yeah, I mean, like, I kind of get that. I I don't like to play the game of like what everyone else is doing around the league. I mean, for one, Tor- Torkelson's yeah. also a special bat. I mean, that's why he's drafted number one. Torkelson's different. He's yeah, different. Torkelson's different, and he's else. he's tearing it up right now too. Did he have like seven straight hits or something like that? And they had like back to back games. The one day a doubleheader. I think he had like he was like seven for seven in that game. Well, against Altoona in a oh. doubleheader, yeah, he went seven yeah, for seven Altoona. with three homers. <laughs> He's been struggling right now. <laughs> um, yeah, okay, that's right. what it was. So, anyways, we'll move past that then since it was against Altoona. Um, but yeah, like with him, like I think he's a little bit more of a special case because of the injuries. Like I can understand why he's not. I'm not yeah. totally looking at it as like it's a disappointment that he's here still, where others are in double A. There's still some reason. Um, but it would be kind of cool, like you said, just to give him that taste up in double A, start out in double A next year because you were hoping he would have a faster track to the majors. I mean, that's why he was drafted that, you know, that high and such. Um, so with him being back, it, it, it does, it kind of leaves you a little bit like negative, like what's going on, but it just, it is what it is. I want to make sure that he's doing, he's on the right path. He needs to be, um, he's getting as money at bats as he can. Obviously he missed a lot of time this year. So that affects that, but it is really, really good to see where he's at right now, whether he finishes in double a or in single a to me, kind of is what it is um what's more important he finishes the year strong and if next year he starts in double a that's that's perfect fine like 
it is what it is. But let's hope next year he also dominates mm-hmm. double A and he's he's on that path that we wanted to see. Yeah. No, I'm, and I said I'm fine with that too. Um, you know, I guess just kind of looking at it, I'd, I'd I would rather I, I would like to see him get some double A bats. Like I feel like that was the plan the whole time. If he hadn't mm-hmm. gotten hurt, was you know, you know, obviously a you know a mid season or late season promotion to double A. And, and I know it hasn't worked out that way because of the injuries. I mean, he still only played 55 games on the year. I mean, that's less than two months, you know, basically. Right. But if he, I mean, if he can show, like he, he's now showing the strikeouts are down, he's hitting the ball more consistently. I think it's time to at least get him like that taste of double A before the end of the year. Yeah. I mean, I'm cool with it for sure. Um, I'm just, I'm kind of cool either way at this point, though, also. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Who's next on your list? Um, Let's talk about Matt Frazier a little oh bit again, too. God. The dude just, don't. he won't stop hitting. He doesn't. <laughs> he can hit. I mean, he can hit, Jim. He just, he doesn't stop hitting. And it's like, everything's a, an extra base. Like, he's, he's slugging 628 now in double A. He slugged 578 in high A. The guy is like, I think he not having last year just made him completely fall off everybody's radar, right? As like a college bat taken in that 2019 well, draft. Well, to be you know, fair, 20, I, yeah, it would be very, I mean, I don't think he was on anyone's radar either, you know? Like, mm. that's the thing. He, he wasn't. And then, of course, last year was gone. So, right. Like, who cares about Matt Frazier anymore? Yeah. I, he came over, you know, his third round pick in 2019, college hitter, played, had 171 plate appearances in 2019, didn't hit a single home run, mm-hmm. <laughs> like zero <laughs> home runs. And then all of a sudden this year, you see this just, this physical specimen. I mean, and, and he, he really is like, he's a big dude. Like, when you look at like who, what you want your prototypical corner outfielder who can hit the ball, like he's it. Um, 20 home runs in high A, he's got a home run in double A. He's just been ridiculously impressive. And uh, like, I, I, if he can keep, if he keeps this up, like Matt Fraser is a, Matt Fraser's on this team next year at some point, like in the majors. So my question for you with him, okay, because he's come completely out of nowhere, but he has, and this isn't just he's playing good, he has dominated. Do you remember back when Tyler was talking about like how long it's been since the Pirates have had like a prospect who is just completely torn up, right? the minors and mm-hmm. come into the majors and played well. Like even when you think about like back in the cut, that's the thing like back in the cut years, he, he played well, but he was never like this. Like you never thought MVP out of him. Right. Right. Well, yeah, Matt Frazier kind of, yeah. 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 Well, Matt Frazier's kind of doing that right now. Like Matt Frazier's having that. Holy shit. <laughs> like look at the season and he was a nobody. Yep. So you're talking about Pittsburgh next year. My question to you too is, do you think this guy gets any love as far as prospect rankings go next year because of the season he's having? 
Um, so I think it depends on how you define love, right? So I talked about this a little bit last week. Like I think that 2019 college draft pick class is just not going to get a whole lot of love in general um, because, you know, they get drafted as a college junior. They play short season ball. Then they don't get on the field at all last year. And now all of a sudden you've got 23-year-olds in high A ball, uh-huh. right? 23 year old in high a ball typically not a prospect (laughs) i mean just that's that's just how it is um you know they they could still become you know good major leaguers but you know kind of think about brian reynolds right like brian reynolds wasn't a prospect even though he hit the ball all throughout the minors and what i mean by not a prospect like he was he was on top 30 lists right like brian reynolds was always in like that that like six, seven, eight range as far as the best prospect on a Pirates. Um, but like Brian Reynolds wasn't sniffing any top 100 lists, right? Um, so I think that's kind of just where, you know, like Matt Frazier is not going to be on a top 100 list anymore just because he's going to be going into next year as a 24-year-old, you know, with, with you know, three weeks, four weeks worth of double A ball. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's just a, a weird phenomenon that's going to happen with this year's college draft picks. Like I just, I mean, the 2019 college draft class, those guys just, they missed a whole year. So it's like, what are you going to do? I mean, they, they don't have a choice other than to be 23, right? It's not like they're, right. they're not 23 because they were held back a year or they had to repeat a level. Usually that's when you see older people, you know, dominating minor league baseball. It's because they've been held back a year and they've had to repeat a level, right? That, that that's not the case here. They just they just flat out the whole class missed a year. So I think from a from a prospect love standpoint, is Matthew Frazier gonna crack any top 100 lists? No, you'll see him on top 30 lists. I don't think I don't know if you'll see him really in a Pirates top 10 list. Maybe at the, the very back end of a top 10 prospect list. Um, and that, I think it just has to do with his age. And like so, I said that's not a knock on him. It's just yeah. it just is what it is. You know. Yeah, that that's that's right. I mean, I'm guilty of that too. I mean, when we were talking about him this whole season, you know, it was kind of the same thing. It's like, yeah, I mean, he's he's fantastic. Like these numbers are great, but he's also 23, you know. So mm-hmm. it wasn't even so much as a not like the reasons that you know you're 23 in that in that league is usually a negative thing, and it wasn't so much that it's just. But still, at the same hand, he is 23. Like he's playing against kids. He should be putting up better numbers. But what's making it nice right now is the fact that he is in double A and he's he's actually doing better, you know, again, small sample, but theoretically he's still he's he's doing better right now in double A. So maybe there's a lot more to this kid, man, whatever you want to call him at this point, than than we we thought. And I, I don't know. I I'm with you. I think he could see that's I think it's still I don't know, man. It might be too aggressive, but I think you might be able to start seeing him in top 10 prospect rankings next year. As long as he finishes the season like this. Because this is just phenomenal what he's doing right now. And I'm liking everything about it. Like, And that's the thing, too. Like, he doesn't strike out. He walks. He's proud. Mm-hmm. Like, he's he's a, a specimen. That's <laughs> what he is. He's just this yep. specimen that came out of nowhere, but he's doing everything well. You know, this isn't just a guy who's – it's not like Mason Martin where he's striking out to like 33% of the time. But he's probably this monster yep. home run. Like this guy's doing everything. He's hitting for average. He's getting on base. He's hitting for power. He's actually – he's stealing bases too. He's got 15 stolen bases on the year. You know, like mm-hmm. I don't know 
exactly how well he's defensively, but it is like a potential, like he's got like five tools four, <laughs> potentially, you know, like, yeah, this is what you're talking no, about he, here. I understand he's, the age and he's still in the minors and we're getting ahead of ourselves. Right. But this is what he mm-hmm. is presenting right now. This isn't just like a one trick pony. He's doing it all right now. Yeah. Every, everything you just said, he, uh, he, he's, he's very athletic. He, he's got all the tools. The power was something that I just don't think any of us saw him possessing, but it's there, obviously. You can't um, fake power. No, I mean he's he's got the power. <laughs> yeah, I mean looking looking at uh kind of age right, ranges, yeah. Greens I mean Greensboro, he was he he like on average he, he was age appropriate, right? Because a lot of these college I mean, it's not like this was just for the for the pirates, like there's a lot of 23-year-olds in high A ball because of that exact situation. Um, now you're, he's in Altoona. He's he's on average about nine months younger than the average double-A player right now. So, I mean, he's he's on track. Yeah, I, I, you just you, I can't say enough good things about him. And it's really refreshing to see somebody like this just kind of pop out pop up out of nowhere where he like he wasn't on anybody's radar and and he legitimately looks like somebody who could be like an impact major league player like i'm not talking about just like 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 a fourth outfielder like matthew frazier could be a starting right fielder and you know on a future pirates team like that's that's what he's soon what he's looking like yeah like he has that capability i mean i think it's pretty much locked up i mean is this your minor league player of the year for the pirates right now i have no doubt like, yeah. like there's no doubt about it he has to be yeah and and so we're, we're saying this and in talking about this farm has just completely rejuvenated lots of talent has come in regardless of how you think they're going to be in the in the majors right like they're still like they're performing the minors that's why we're talking about there's a lot of good players and it's this guy that nobody was even talking about who's probably gonna lock up the minor league player of the year like you're saying I think it's without a doubt also, but he looks super legit. I'm excited for Matt Frazier and also very excited because we can rehash the meme. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. You, you, another <laughs> Frazier. You just got to change go. the spelling a little bit, change the spelling yep. a little bit and you're good to go. All right. So Matt Frazier also very, very good. Uh, what else? Anything else we wanted to highlight, talk about in the minors right now? Let's uh let's cut it at that. We're already a little bit over yeah. over our hour, that but works. yeah, I mean, so far so good. Um, the 2021 draft picks all seem to be uh, getting assigned. Bubba Bubba Chandler made his debut last week. Again, Davis is there. Um, Braylon, uh, what's his name? I don't know. But to, to go to go to your point, there's there's definitely like the 2021 draft picks are are almost all now playing, which is good to see. Yep. Jack Leiter, not. It's a bust. <laughs> there you go. Jack Leiter bust. There you go. All right. We'll get out of here then. We'll see you guys uh Thursday night after the Pirates game. I say that. Do they play Thursday? I didn't even check. You know what? Uh, it is. They are off on Thursday. Okay. Off on Thursday. And we'll be on around nine, nine oh eight, Ethan. 
So we'll see. We'll see you guys then. Bye-bye. See you guys.